powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Hello, welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Game Over Stanley Cup. This is our our first time actually on here, Armand. This is kind of weird, honestly. Yeah, like, not covering the Leafs. Exactly. I feel weird without my Leafs like jersey, man. I feel kind of exposed. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on out here? <laughs> I still have that. So. Yeah, we're good. But yeah, I have the representation. Uh, yeah, I, I should like to have my just hang up my Leafs jersey on the side or something. Just make this all completely about the Leafs, even though the Leafs aren't even in. This. <laughs> I'm sure people would love that. One hundred percent. We don't we don't talk about the Leafs enough, right? Yeah. Hey, but I, I really miss this. I don't know about you, but I oh man, this has been a lot of fun. So I'm happy that we're back here, and this intro is going to feel so so good. Saying so, welcome everyone to Game Over the Cup Finals. Ah, you know, when I first, when we, when we first got that call saying that we were going to be joining an SDPN, I, I initially just right away just imagined like, hey, how would it feel hosting game over for the Stanley Cup? And isn't it kind of ironic that we're doing it, but at the same time, like, <laughs> it's not for the it's Leafs for as the well. Leafs. Yeah, <laughs> bittersweet, right? It's like a weird twist. <laughs> yeah, but it's fun. It's a great cup final too, as in, as in Tampa. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. In my opinion, that's like the best final we've seen in like a decade. Yeah, I mean, no disrespect to Andrew, but like last year was a joke. <laughs> Andrew, yeah, I yeah, love no you, but still. No disrespect to the Dallas Stars or the uh, Montreal Canadiens, <laughs> but I think it's fair to say that the Avalanche are yeah, at least yeah. a little better. Now, as as you guys all know, my name's Arnish. I'm here with my constant co-host Armand. Somehow he's hiding his hair, but don't let that fool you. This guy's yeah, got the locks are still there. It's, it's just like literally up. up to his chest now. It's ridiculous. Like if you guys want us, like he agreed that we can shave his head on my stream. If you want him to shave his head, just tweet at him and make sure you tell him shave your head. <laughs> I'm yeah. really hoping that the next time that we see you on Game Over. You're going to be like just fully bald. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Just don't as say anything I about donate it. it. I, I don't care what we do with it. it. It'll grow back. Hey, we can do a sponsor stream then, or we can do a charity stream. If they hit specific milestones, then we can, we can do that. That'd be a lot of fun. But like, if we do, if we do do it, cause like you're totally okay with shaving your, your head. So like what we got to do is like, we got to shave your head, shave your arms, shave your beard, like just completely. No, just, the head. <laughs> just the head. I have not agreed to anything else for the record. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, let's, let's get into this. But before we start, we got to give our, our shout out to our, our sponsors. Get in on Stanley Cup Finals action. Lightning versus Avalanche at Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Bet before the game starts, live in play, or will Nikita Kucherov continue to lead the way for the Lightning? Doing it right since 1997. I saw that. <laughs> Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Head over to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. 19 and older and please play responsibly. Now, Armand, this intro has gone on long enough. We haven't even covered the... I feel like we've talked more about the Leafs than we've even talked about like the Avalanche and Colorado. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk about the series. I mean, we're hitting game four or game three, sorry. Okay, you got to turn that off. <laughs> we seem like homers here. We're, we were hitting game three of the cup playoffs where Colorado showed a dominating performance at home. And listen, listen, you, you keep clowning me on this, but I'm telling you, it is the elevation. 
I'm telling you, it's true. Listen, I'm the last two games, the last two games, where were they played? But you're, 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 you're high if you think it's that big listen, of a deal. Listen, listen, where were the last two games played? Colorado. Where was this game played? Tampa. All right. Oh, do you know what the <laughs> elevation is? No, no, no. You know what the elevation is in Colorado? I don't Get, know, like a yes. thousand feet. 7,000 feet. And you know what? It's actually 6.8. I actually Googled it. Thank you for, thank you. I did my research. Thank you. And you know how much Tampa is? Zero. 50, 50 feet above sea level. Now, now I, got, I did some research, okay? Want to hear this? There's a quote from you Runner's World. Have, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Just no, no, no. It's from Runner's World. <laughs> Runner's World, the most reliable site. I haven't like proofread anything. I just I saw this quote and I'm like, that's what I'm using. You know what it says? The true method for research. Listen, right it there. says train in an altitude that is between six thousand and ten thousand feet. Mm, what was Colorado again? Let's let's see if you remember. But if they're training, six point eight. Shut up, man. Let me finish them. my let me finish my thin. Six point eight thousand feet above sea, uh, sea level. It's like legal doping. You heard it here first. It's like legal doping. That's the quote. Thanks to its ability to boost oxygen-carrying red blood cells. And it continues, studies with elite athletes have shown that levels of hemoglobin, the protein in red blood cells. Yes, I'm a... I'm, I'm teaching you science over here, okay? I can just see that you reading. <laughs> sports oxygen can increase by 1% per week at altitude, which tra- may translate into 1% to 3% boost in race performance or in other terms in hockey performance. This does not matter. No, it does. It does. Listen, it does. they're constantly training. They're constantly playing at higher, higher, like, higher altitudes. They're going to get like a bigger lung capacity they're gonna have more red blood cells they're gonna tire less, less easily. No, no, just, the first two games who tired who got tired who got tired who got tired in the first two games Tell me. who got tired who got tired yeah, after the first like two the first two shifts so many more games than tampa no 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 what happened now huh this game this game tampa looked great what was the only difference altitude i'm no, telling okay. you it's altitude we're, we're ending this conversation <laughs> and moving on because you're spewing some bullshit <laughs> i'm sure altitude plays a factor it's nowhere near as far as you're you're saying okay okay otherwise okay. every denver team would win the cup every year listen listen all right all i'm saying is it made a difference today all right um but yeah let, let's let's go back onto onto tampa and give them their dues because holy crap they they needed this win this was yeah. an important win. Actually, I have a fun statistic, another statistic that you'll actually like this time. You won't clown me about. What team do you think is the only team in history to come back from a 3-0 deficit in the, the Stanley Cup Finals? Not Tampa. Nope. Look behind you. Is it the Leafs? It's the Leafs. The Leafs? Was it, was it 67? No, no it right? was 42. Okay. 42. Okay. 42 against Detroit Red Wings. That was the only time a team has ever gone 3-0 down and won the series. Yeah, so this was if, a huge game for Tampa. If, they, <laughs> they if Tampa down. lost, it, yeah, it would have been huge. Because, again, we, we always say this, right? And this is said, uh, this is spoken into the ground in all sports. But a, a series doesn't start until a home game, a home team loses their home game, right? And yeah. Tampa had to come out. Because if you go down 3-0 against the Avalanche, first of all, your confidence is down the drain. You're gonna have a tough time winning four in a row. Like it, it's gonna be tough. So then, yeah, especially against the game, Avalanche, like it's the Avalanche huge. are a phenomenal team. Like mm-hmm. probably, the, in my opinion, the best in the NHL this year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're not winning four against them in a row. That's that'd be a tall task for any team. 
Yeah, yeah. But if there was a team to to do it, it's Tampa. I mean, they've shown time and time again that they're they they can make the comeback happen, right? They showed it against the Leafs for God's sake, and then afterwards they went down against the the Rangers two zero to begin, and they came back won it. And now and it's the same thing, that, that exactly. Seems, yeah. And now the same yeah. thing. They're they're one step further towards accomplishing three in a row. Think how ridiculous yeah. that is in a Stanley Cup era yeah, to be on pace for three P. Yeah, yeah, crazy stuff. And it kind of blew my mind how many people were counting them out after that seven nothing loss. Because it's like, did you guys not watch the five nothing loss that we handed them <laughs> in game one, and then they won the next game, or the two games lost that they had uh, against the Rangers, and then they went four straight? Well, why would you ever count this team out? Like that is the dumbest thing you can well, do. I, after I, I wasn't counting them out with. after the seven zero though. I was I I looked at the first game and I was like, oh god, this is not going to be fun. Because yeah. I, I, there's multiple reasons. Let me state my reasons. First of all, um, I think that the math equals out to around the, the, the Tampa Bay Lightning have played around like 30% more games over the span of like their 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 dynasty, the two-year dynasty that they've had than any other NHL team. Now, the team is getting up there in age. It's going to, regardless of if it's a young team or an old team, it's going to catch up to you eventually. That sheer amount of games is not something that that you can just play through without any like and will like they're playing through injuries they're playing through through like exhaustion game alone exactly <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that injuries. we'll talk about that but it, you need to have this kind of grit and determination and it's very very difficult especially because it's not like they had easy time this playoffs either or this uh yeah. this playoff run they went through toronto where they had a tough ruin series florida we don't talk about i don't know what the hell happened in florida <laughs> what are you doing rangers they had a tough time if we look at if we look at colorado they had a way easier route so yeah, the they, mileage they in did. this series, in this playoffs alone, is astronomical. Playoffs. Exactly. Add on to that, I thought I thought they were just exhausted. I thought they were tired, and they this was all that we could see out of them. But I was that's proven fair. wrong. Yeah, I think that's fair to to have that concern. But I just saw some weird opinion. Like I guess, like I understand why. Like you lose seven nothing. That's a blowout. But it it really does not matter how much you lose by in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you lose seven nothing or two one in ot it's still going to end up the same the series score is still going to be the same you know <laughs> like toronto outscored tampa in our in our series mm-hmm. and what did it get us nothing it got us a first round exit again mm-hmm. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you get blown out yeah you forget it and move on to the next game and tampa has shown time and time again that they have the ability to and after questions surrounding you know I think the intangibles, as we call it in hockey, um, after their sweep with uh, Columbus, two cup wins in a row in the uh, cup final now. And they look fantastic. They yeah. look fantastic today. And, you know, the game one and game two, they didn't at all. I think Colorado absolutely outplayed them and outclassed them. And even starting this game, I thought Colorado outclassed them. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think Tampa played poorly at all during this game, but um Colorado came out pretty strong with those. I think, well, they technically scored two goals. Yeah, at least they technically scored two goals within the first 10 minutes, but one didn't count. But um, Tampa just bounced back and they dominated the rest of the game. Once they went up, uh, I think 2 1, like they just capitalized on every chance and they shut them, they shut the avalanche down once they went up. Like the avalanche were getting a lot of shots, but they were doing such a good job of clogging that net front and mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, like great bounce back game, a huge exactly. statement game for them because I think a lot of people were doubting them 
and uh, going into game three we, we got to talk about the players too like the stand standout players in my opinion that that, that led the charge of, of all people nick paul you saw him take that nasty injury like he when i saw him go yeah, down i thought that it was i thought it was bad and i thought he was going to be out for a or the rest of the game, maybe even the series. Who knows at that point, right? Like you're thinking of the worst at that moment. And you're just hoping that he's he's okay. And then afterwards, it was weird because we were talking and we well, while we were watching the game, and we saw him come back on the bench. And you initially said like, "Hey, they're they're probably just bringing him on for moral support, right?" And guess what? Yeah. The next shift, he comes out. He's wobbled as he comes. He, he gets. Yeah, he, gets he literally off. takes the face off and then does a, does a little hop. Exactly, his, and his he knees. wobbles his, himself up to the to the front of the uh, to the front of the cruise, and he just snipes it. Like, yeah, phenomenal yeah. stuff. And that's the type of grit and determination that you need, and that's that's built through a championship team. Yeah, this is a culture Hockey, thing. Yeah, hockey's got a weird thing where they like they always play through injuries, and part of that is just because it gives this like jolt of lightning haha got it um, okay <laughs> to the bench uh when when you know you can see your teammate kind of go out and and play through it mm-hmm. and uh when you score with that injury i'm sure it it, it really got them going and yeah. uh they looked phenomenal after that and the guy didn't leave like i thought at least i thought he was gonna also score his celebration and he was gonna primo. leave yeah, I know he just dead just face. <laughs> dead face. Arms out. I love it. I thought I that, thought that, he was just gonna snipe it and just completely ball. leave. Like he's gonna sing they're gonna sing his praises and be like, oh, he did his he just yeah, job. He played the whole game. But no, the the legend stayed goals, in there. Still playing what on the a DK. monster. <laughs> I don't know if it's good for him. I don't know what his like the status of his knee is, but Dude, they shot him up on morphine, he's fine. <laughs> that, that's crazy. It? Like that's uh yeah, that looked not... like a tough injury to play through. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, look at him, he was wobbling. But even, yeah, not only him, like look at Corey Perry. This man got got uh yeah, a nasty ball really exactly. scarred after as well. Right away. There you yeah. go. And that that's the kind of stuff that you want to see out of your players. You want to see that grit. You want to see that determination. And another player, you can talk about this, but Bazzi, what a bounce back game. And this is it's it's funny that we talk about these these players. You you look at these athletes and you're always like, hey, these guys are too tough for their own good, right? Like we talk about uh, about Nick Paul, where he might not have he might probably shouldn't have stayed on the ice after they were up four four goals. Uh, they had a four goal lead. Um, Vazzy in the last game after getting shut out completely, yeah, yeah, like seven goals in that. Uh, he led in seven goals. I thought he would have got pulled, but it seems like the, the Tampa Bay coaching staff they're just like, Hey, players, you guys have earned your right, like, we're gonna let you guys decide what you guys think is, is good for you. And Vazzy, like, he stayed in there, credit to him, and he came, uh, he came in today strong. He performed yeah, well, and he's Vazzy's always got done good huge, on bounce back games, huge yeah. steals. Yeah. And yeah, like, 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 honestly, one of the difference makers in this game was goaltending. Mm-hmm. Vazzy pretty much uh, made two saves that were like, should have been short, sure goals. You know, mm-hmm. those, those saves where he stretched out his pad and crazy, barely crazy. Got to the puck. Like the athleticism. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And they happened at pretty uh, important times in the game. Like mm-hmm. one of them was when it was tied, not zero zero at the, in the first period. And if we're talking about like Colorado had to get goal called back because of a millimeter offside, if Colorado scored on that play and Vazzy doesn't make an insane save and then Colorado scores again on the goal that actually counted, different game, completely mm-hmm. different game. Yeah. So there's a bit of luck 
involved there in terms of that uh, offside uh, call goal called back. Mm-hmm. But Vazzy kept them in it when they needed him. And uh, that's the difference between an elite goaltender and a good goaltender. And I don't think Kemper had himself a great game uh, today and he got pulled. And mm-hmm. I don't know what the abs are planning in the future. Um, but what do you think something? What do you think that, well, what would you do if you were in their situation? I which which uh, goaltender do you play with at this situation? Because Kemper got injured during the playoffs and, and Francis, he, he did a good job. And Kemper is their starting goaltender, so they're going to start him. There's no point in making, well, potentially, I think they're going to start him because there's it's a risky play to go and play your backup. Yeah, but also, I agree completely on that. I don't think Kemper's been all that good in the playoffs. And also, he's See, coming off an injury. The thing is, he hasn't had to at that point. Like, before this game, right? Even if we take this game into consideration, the Avalanche are 14-17 and 17 in their in, in their whole playoffs for, for this year, right? They had yeah. a... Um, they had a, a shutout where they won four four games in a row, and then yeah. there was five and one, five and one as well. Like at that point, Kemper didn't have to play like shutdown hockey. He didn't have to be the best player on the floor because his team just went ran circles around the opposition. They, yeah. they were playing essentially like they were they were playing against a bunch of PUE teams. They they <laughs> no just disrespect to those teams. Yeah, no disrespect to them. But <laughs> essentially, like he didn't have to do. He didn't have to be the best player on the on the yeah, on the, yeah. On the Kemper, tights. He didn't have to get tested. Like he, I think before the series, he had like an a below 900 mm-hmm. i think he was 899 or something like that going into the cup final and if you make the cup final with an 899 you know you the team in front of you is really really good you know so i do agree that he hasn't really been tested and now now that the kind of uh um you know <laughs> he is it like it's tough to say because he had a good regular season aside from the first 15 or so games mm-hmm. um i thought he he was pretty solid for them but uh like, you know, cup final, it's a matter of momentum. It's a matter of who has the hotter hand. Yeah. The fact that they took him out, I don't know what that means. Because that could mean that they're just saying, oh, you know, forget about this game, rest up. Mm-hmm. Or it could mean, like, let's get Francis some warm-up. Maybe we're going to play him. I, I have no idea. But in my opinion, yeah. the way I see it, the safer play is to play Kemper. Mm-hmm. Like, if if they play Francis and they lose, like... That's a decision that people will look to and be like, why didn't you play your starter? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Whereas if they play Kemper and lose, it's a different situation. I think the riskier play is playing Francis, but maybe that's the one that they they do go for just because Kemper yes. is a bit more of a question mark right now with the injury he just had and the play. Like There was a few goals today that he should have stopped. That Maroon goal, even though it was absolutely insane by Maroon. <laughs> like That was such a nice... Nice move. There's a few net. crazy goals. Like totally even Stan closest from a guy insane. like Patrick Murray. Yeah. But the Sorelli goal <laughs> should have been stopped. The Maroon goal should have been stopped. He was off positionally and uh it mm. cost his team a pretty big game today. Mm. So, you know, we'll see. I, I think they still play Kemper though. I don't I don't see them. Yeah, I agree for the exact reasons. But listen, at the end of the day, this is all on Jared Bednar, right? He has had the luxury of being the best team in the last three series. So he hasn't I mean, had to make he's a lot also of- like he doesn't have the luck. He's made them the best team in the league. Like, yeah, exactly. Some but, credit as well, right? Exactly. Yes, but but the team has been performing well. So you didn't need to, I guess, like uh, adapt. adapt to, to different changes. Exactly. The biggest adap- uh, adaptation that they had was Kadri getting injured, right? And yeah, JT did a great huge. job slotting in and, and being promoted up. He's he's performed phenomenally. But 
they definitely were missing Kadri. But seeing the the adaptation that's going to have to happen in the next uh, the next game and moving forward is going to be interesting. We're going to see yeah. what they have to offer at this point. And and like like we said, like you, at the end of the day, on paper, the Avs have the better team through in and throughout. Right now, it's just well, about I think making forward it work. and decor. I think are better, but obviously, yes. Vazzy's a Vazzy's piece completely of this, different. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do agree. And Bednar, you know, uh, he's been a coach, and he he's seen a lot of improvement with that Colorado team. Like full credit to him. But at the same time, I think him, you know, a lot like Keith, kind of run into walls in the playoffs, so to speak. You know, mm-hmm. uh, with the Avalanche, this was the first year I think that they you know, at least with this core that they sprung past that second round and they did so in a dominating fashion, but now they're kind of up against a team that I think uh, can, you know, meet them in the middle, at least in terms of skill and, uh, and um, you know, uh, quality of play. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be interesting because John Cooper is a coach that we've seen time and time again, can out coach the shit out of their opponent. Like <laughs> he's an incredible coach. There's, there's a reason he's won two cups. You know what I mean? So Jared mm-hmm. Bednar, I think this is the first test that he's going to see this season, at least mm-hmm. uh, in terms of how good he is at adapting uh, his lineup, his strategies and, you know, so on and so forth. Um, Cause uh, it, they're going to be up against it now. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to be interesting. Um, but let me, let me put this question up to you. If you look at both of these teams, what do you think their key players or what, what do you think their key is to for success for each of the teams like if we're looking at colorado and lighten what what player or what what uh area of the game do they need to perform well on for them like to play the next games or whatnot I, I would say stick with the player uh for colorado i would say goaltending so whoever whoever's in that for them i think it'll be kemper but i think kemper needs a bounce back i okay. think he needs to look like he's above a 900 goaltender I don't think you can win against the Lightning with getting sub nine hundred goaltending. It's just they're too good. They're like you give them a lead and they're gonna hold it. Like they're they're too good. You you can't you can't give them any any inch. You know. So Kemper, mm-hmm. I think, needs to be better for the Colorado to win. And uh, on the Lightning side, I would say Kucherov. Um, I Kucherov think, also had that injury. I just remember it. That's a that's oh, yeah, a big yeah. bend. But I think he's going to play through that. I, I don't think it looked bad enough for him to. Uh, did he return? Out. I think he's. He, he didn't return. Off. But it, was pre- it seemed precautionary. Okay. Well, time like, will tell. He, but he, he got up on his part. own and everything. It might be an upper body injury. I'm not going to speculate on that. But mm-hmm. if he does play, I think he's going to be huge because uh, part of I think Tampa Bay's struggles, at least this series, has been their power play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Colorado has vastly outplayed them on the power play. And uh, I think Kucherov is probably the biggest piece to that lightning power play in terms of the setup. So I think him, uh, you know, I think he needs to step up for them to win. And I think uh, through the power play, it has to be through the power play, essentially. And also a crazy stat is um, that I saw was uh, only Wayne Gretzky has scored 30 points in three consecutive playoffs ever. And what's what's Nikita Kucherov is sitting... Six points off of that now for oh, three consecutive geez. 30 points uh, playoff seasons, which is insane. If you ever, ever reach a statistic that has only ever been done by Wayne Gretzky, mm-hmm. you are in the most elite company in pretty much all of sports. <laughs> like Wayne Gretzky <laughs> is by far and away the the goat uh, of like, you know, in terms of competition. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
that would be huge. I think I don't like, you know, six points maximum of four games left is a tall ask. But if he does it, that would be insane. And hey, imagine man. if that leads to a three-peat. That that's insane. That's They're like scoring like status. If they keep up the six goals, <laughs> six goals, seven goals a game or whatever, listen, it is possible. Who knows? Yeah, but uh, and then, yeah. Another thing to add there is Point and Kadri because both of them are injured right now, mm-hmm. but both of them seem like they're going to be coming back soon. Like Point didn't play this game, yeah, uh, and Kadri didn't play this game, but Kadri skated and Kadri looked. You know, he looked think, good on his skate too. It looked yeah. like he. I thought he might have even played today, right? I, I thought yeah. it might have been a game time, or it was a decision where they might not have played him purely because they were confident in their ability and they were already ran tampa around the first two games so maybe they might give him an extra day but i think definitely here, yes and that's why the, the next game they definitely need Kadri if he's if he can play even if he's at 80 percent, you put him on it doesn't matter yeah Kadri is a both Kadri and point are obviously difference makers you know they're, they're both two c's on their team and mm-hmm. losing you know losing either of them is pretty huge for for their respective teams so this this series could uh could differ just based on you know who comes back first who's playing at 100 percent out of those two and and so on so mm-hmm. yeah pretty important yeah well my we, yeah go ahead yeah i was just saying i think the leafs could have used cadre in our series when we had him <laughs> but you know Listen, as long as he doesn't see the red mist stuff. exactly yeah if he doesn't see the red mist he's a he's a fantastic player that's so, amazing yeah amazing. but um yeah i think for for uh for colorado in my opinion it has to be Nathan McKinnon. Um, he is, we can argue about Kale McCarr. In, in my opinion, Kale McCarr has been phenomenal and he, he's making an argument of being the best player on that Avalanche team. That's that's a completely different conversation though. But at the end of the day, McKinnon... Do you think that? Sorry? Do you think McCarr has taken over McKinnon yes. as the best player? I think has? so. I think so. I think so. But I respect that opinion. I, I, can, I can go further into that later on as well. Uh, I have arguments for that. I prepped. But, um, I, I, I agree with you. So you oh, okay, okay. with me. Okay, okay, okay. But um, regardless, like McKinnon is is like if Makar is one A, McKinnon is one B, and vice versa, yeah. right? So McKinnon has been kind of non-existent this series. He hasn't had a single goal in the last three games, and they needed him, right? We talk about star players; they need to show up when the team is struggling, right? So even if he got one goal today it could have started it could have sparked some kind of light in in the cab uh in the abs and they might have went on to have a run or whatnot right you need to have your star players perform and this is the same argument we talk about with the leafs all the time like our star players yeah. they in the key moments they're not performing right yeah um and it's not okay it's not to say that he hasn't been getting point product like he had, he had two points in two games but mm-hmm. when but, you think about like day, a seven nothing win yeah. you know what i mean like you yeah. do expect him to do a little more there, and neither of them are goals. Like I think said. it's been okay previously, but like in the last couple of games, because realistically, the Avs, like we we say this every single uh, every single time, but the Avs have such a dominating team where their their whole team is stacked right through and through. Every single one of their lines can perform, and so he hasn't had to uh, to take on that 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 task of completely carrying his team. He can let the rest of his team perform well and he just has to be a a contributing member uh or an, an assistance on that on his line right yeah but when the going gets he was, tough he has yeah. to be the one that 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 strikes first and he has to be the one that leads by example right yeah um so i think he he has to show up he has to show up he and he was, has to show up fast yeah he was looking for a goal a lot today and i think that kind of kind of screwed him up because like did you remember that that play when they were coming down on a three-on-one and he just 
fired the shot. Yeah. And it didn't even look like he was looking for a pass at all. Like there was no deception there. It was shot all the way. It sort yeah. of reminds me when Matthews was gunning for that 60th goal and he shot like <laughs> 10 shots in a row and everyone hey, knew. He got it though down. at the end. Like, yeah, he got it. Obviously, like when you have an elite shot see, like that. You got to You got to keep taking the shots though at that point. McKinnon's going to break through. But at the same yeah. time, I think what like hampered him this game was this like sort of lack of deception because mm. he was really going for it. And mm-hmm. You saw on the bench as well when he was John at yeah. at Bednar on the bench. You know he he can get a, like a bit of a hot head. Um, and see, but this kind of know. stuff happened like later on in the third. So I'm not looking at that and and saying like, hey, that's that's an issue that I see uh, with his and play throughout the entire you don't game. Really need to worry about him. Exactly, you're he's too good, and you're down four four at that game. Like every at that point, everyone's going to be pissed off at that at that moment, yeah. right? Yeah, there's six minutes left, and you don't want to be like that. You you don't want to be in that position because they performed well yeah. in the rest of their games it's playoffs right yeah. um but yeah let's move on to the lightning in my opinion um the standout player has to be as uh has to be uh Vasilevsky. he yep. has to perform every single game because he is the clear advantage that the lightning have over the the avalanche a clear advantage it's not even close like yeah he's the best goaltender in the league and he's he's the best goaltender in this this series by far it's like Three times it's good. And so he has to be able to perform each and every game. Like the last game, we can say like, hey, it's a gimme. Just forget about it and move on from it. He can't have another game like that at all. I, I fully trust Fazzy to do that, though. I do. Like, I don't but, think- but that has to be an area of success, yeah. right? It has to start sure. from Vazzy. He Because ha- you know the apps, man. These guys are, are one of the best offensive teams in the league. They're going to get shots on. You need to have a goaltender that can steal one or two there. For you yeah. right and that's what he did today that's that led them to the victory but like you also like I, I totally agree but you can't really blame vazzy for his bad game in game two. Oh no no definitely not the shot chart was ridiculous yeah, yeah, like yeah. it was yeah. stupid mm-hmm. um but yeah vazzy does need to perform i totally agree at a very high level because like you said he's the clear advantage that the lightning have here um in terms of having that you know kind of elite uh presence in in that mm-hmm. so yeah He's pretty, he's obviously very important. <laughs> exactly. And, and like we saw today, and especially with the Leafs as well, once the Lightning have a lead, they can just turtle. They're, yeah. In my yeah. They're very good at holding the lead. And I, very I feel good like as, as, as much of the praises that we sing for, for the Avs, um, the Lightning have a better walk down deep, in my opinion. The Avalanche yeah, may have a better offensive upside. Exactly. With their decor, but they, they definitely. They just I, I would, need to walk it down with a lead. Or worse, but definitely plays yeah. a style that's far more uh not necessarily defensively structured because the abs are also very good at that but i think they do play a little more they just lock it down yeah and they're they're a bit bigger as well i think so yeah mm-hmm. but yeah uh two very good teams going at it right now it's a very back and forth game despite the score like i i do think that uh the abs held on pretty well up until they sort of just collapsed mm-hmm. uh after that like Nick Paul goal. <laughs> Nick Paul, he iced us, man. He just completely iced what, us. What was that seven. quote that you said in the in the that game against the the Leafs? No, in game over Toronto in game seven, we were, we were talking about like how the hell are we going to get iced by Nick Paul? <laughs> and then Who he does that? this. Yeah, Dude, I'm telling you, he's yeah. a legend, a goat. If I don't see a statue outside the it Lightning really made Arena, my words because when he got traded to the Lightning, I was like. I was kind of confused because I thought it was a lateral move. You got traded for Matthew Joseph and they're both similar production, similar ages. And I was like, you know, 
like what was the, what was the point of that movie and then he literally knocked my team out and then goes and <laughs> scores a cup final absolutely clutch goal after getting injured it's a and that's Tampa's scouting department just absolutely destroying me in every turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crazy. Hey, but listen, as much as, um, like, we're singing the praises of Tampa right now, but the Avs are not out of this either by any yeah. means. They, they're I'm still in the driver's seat right now. Until I just love seeing a, a tight series. Up is one. Exactly. Yeah. I, like, we talked about this at the game, or at the while this game was going on. You asked me the question, like, who are you rooting to win? I was, uh, listen. I don't want Tampa to win the, the series, but I wanted a tight series because like we we came into this thinking like, hey, we have two behemoths going at each other, the clear best yeah. in the in the world at this point, the best teams in, in the league. We want to see a tight series where yeah. they're fighting tooth and nail. And we got that today. We yeah, absolutely Tampa kind that. of went out with a whimper today. That would have that would have sucked. I like I want to see the journey to a three peat. I do. I still I want at the Avalanche to win. Not gonna lie, but mm. I, uh, I want it purely for Kadri. That's the only Kadri reason. Kadri deserves it. I love Kadri. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. I love Kadri. Same. <laughs> My boy, rest in rest in peace to Barry. Why did we do that? <laughs> Listen, Kadri. If we look back on, this <laughs> man <laughs> really went back to turn it off. <laughs> listen listen hey if he if he gets that that ring uh this year he's gonna join kessel he's gonna join bozak with the, the x that have won exactly and he's gonna get a bag in the offseason because uh colorado i don't know if they can resign him for what he's gonna demand oh now. colorado's gonna have a tough time he could he should just take a hometown discount and come back to the leafs the leafs need a player like him. <laughs> We did you a solid by by taking on Tyson Berry. You come back with us, boy. Yeah, we did him a solid. <laughs> yeah, you come back he here, man. We are a deal for us, and we traded him away. <laughs> but to be fair, also deserved. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be fun seeing him come back, though. Oh, I would love it. Yeah, I would absolutely love it on a sweetheart deal because that's all we could afford too. So you know, just league minimum. <laughs> <laughs> just spinning that Spezza hole, even though he's. Eight years younger, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, was there anything else that you kind of wanted to say? Um, What's your prediction? Who wins? How predictions. Many games? Ah, well, okay. First of all, we're, at least we get another more, another one other uh, English. It's too late, man. I'm tired. <laughs> at least we get another game over um, series on Friday. Because it has yeah. to go to a game five now. So we'll be here regardless of what happens. But in my opinion, the Avs still win. I think the next game. Ah, the next game, I'm going to give it to the Lightning. You know why? Why? Guess. I wonder. Elevation. With, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. So are you saying no, Abs no. in six? Or no, I think, I think it's Abs in six. Okay. I think it's absent six because, in my opinion, I think the I think that the momentum's right now in Tampa's favor, and the the fact that they pulled Camper was kind of sketch to me, and I don't know what's going to happen in that sense. Um, their goaltending is going to be a little shaky, and Tampa, like like we said, like once you give Tampa the momentum, they're going to run with it, right? So I see them having another dominant performance um, on home at home. Uh, as dominant as you can get against against Colorado, 
but yeah, I think I think the next game, I think Tampa wins it and ties the series. Tampa, Tampa in seven, even though I don't want it to happen. I think Tampa might. in seven. Yeah, what a guy, man! He stole our the Tampa stole our colors, and now they're gonna <laughs> steal our boy too. Eh? You're gonna next season. I'll see you with a Tampa jersey on. Okay, get out of here. I'm not rooting for them. I want the Appalachian. Listen, no, I, been, I don't want to hear you too many times with Tampa. I don't want to hear you like mention Cadu again. Okay, you disrespect my boy. <laughs> I'll come back and join it, join us, and then uh, win a cup with the Leafs. Dude, I wish. I wish. I see. I was looking back in that the team or that 2013 team to see like who uh, who who won a ring after leaving Toronto, and I was like. I knew Leo didn't win, but I was so hoping that I missed something that Kamarov won the ring somewhere. <laughs> no, he, I don't know where he, he went to the Islanders. That's who he went to. Yeah, yeah and he's gone now. He's out now of the league. Gone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, we don't want to make this into a Leafs conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this has been fun. Uh, I really enjoyed this. I enjoyed just sitting back, like kicking my feet up. Like, ah, oh, this yeah, is a good Yeah, you don't have any series. skin in this game now, so it's a lot easier. It's a lot less stressful watching the games. Yeah, I can just chill. I'm just enjoying my life. Like, literally, my notes today was like three points. Uh, it was uh, Tampa ability to bounce back, goalie diff. was <laughs> 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 Firstly, that's two points. That's two. I had a third. I had a third point that I I didn't fill in. I made the numbering, but I didn't fill it. In. Uh, love to see it. Yeah, but hey, we'll we'll catch you guys next time. Make sure you guys like and subscribe. Um, this has been a lot of fun. There's gonna be a a, a tough series. It's gonna be a fun series. So make sure you guys stay tuned in. You guys stay watching, and you guys will have Peter and Audie for the next the next game, which is gonna be a lot of fun. So uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having us on. Appreciate it. Like and subscribe. Love you guys. Bye.